Welcome, 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 family. Back to the uh, back to the conversation. I want to say, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Um, definitely, definitely. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, man? We back at it again. Another conversation about fatherhood and, you know, the things and what we do. You know, it is what it is, and that's how we operate. Um, for those of you that are new, I always start off with that, right? For those of you that are new to this, what I like to do is have a good conversation about fatherhood, right? We all are going through some things in life. We all are going through some things, you know, with our situations as fathers, you know, doing the best we can with what we know. And sometimes you don't know what you don't know, right? And I'm humble enough to say I don't know everything, but I'm damn sure willing to learn and, and, and incorporate whatever I can to be the best father that I can be. Now, age appropriately, there are many lessons and things that we are trying to do with our kids, right? Whether they, it's totally different when you have a kid that's two years old, right? Versus one that's 18, right? When you have a, a daughter versus just having a boy, there's, a, there's plenty of differences, right? But I think at the end of the day, we do want to instill some real positive lessons and produce some real productive individuals so that they can be successful in their lives. So at the end of the day, in fatherhood, we want the best for our children, all right? So that's what this is about. You know, and um, there's no set topic. This is so authentic that what's on your mind is what's on your mind. So tonight, here, Real the world. new end of What's on your mind, man? What's on your mind, my brother? <clears throat> oh, man. Just, um, just another week, man, of uh, trying to navigate, man, um, this divorce and, you know, selling of my property and stuff. And, you know, like, trying try, try to... Not to have the spirit of like telling me what they mama doing, and then you know what I'm saying, like that back and forth stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like always tell my my kids, man, I, I don't want to know. You know what I'm saying? Like don't don't go to me saying this, and then you go to her, right? Like I kind of just want to be separate, right? Because like I told them. I don't want you guys going crazy trying to you know what I'm be on each person's side. You know, just be one person and let that be it. You know, so right. that's on my mind, man. Just kind of instilling in them that they don't have to do that by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that, it's interesting you say that because, you know, uh, it was well, not interesting, but it's good that you say that because. Not necessarily do you have to be going through a divorce to actually uh, feel that kind of way, right? There's a lot of breakups. I don't have statistically the numbers of the breakups that we uh, we uh, we have out there, but we know, you know, uh, I, I hate to say it like this, but it's a high percentage of um, 
families that are still together, right? We praise our parents for having 40 years, dealing with each other, 60 years, you know what I'm saying? That's a that's a that's a honor, right? And and I really think a lot of um in this day and age, we have less of that type of um relationship, right? Um why is that? I always I ask myself, why is that? You know, it's a number of things, right? Whether or not it's, you know, communication didn't, you know, wasn't equally yoked or whatever. But that that whole separation part, we got a lot of people that um that are not in relationships where um being vindictive and using the kids as a pawn is is very destruct destructive, right? Um the impact that that can have on the child later on in life it's crazy, right? For one not to realize that's some emotional damage, right? And that's some, some you know, uh, uh, resentment, if you will, right? And it's a, it's a good segue into the topic of how do you deal with that, right? Because some people don't know how to deal with it. Some people say, man, man, screw him or screw her. Your daddy ain't shit. Your mama ain't shit. Da -da -da -da, right? I can't understand what is going to that to that through that person's mind that is actually putting on putting that type of uh, of portrait in the kid's head, right? It, it, it's something that's not clicking, right? And like like mine always told me, she, she my my lady always say she say when somebody is not done, that's when they're still trying to cause chaos, right? So if you angry, if it didn't work out, don't be that person to send messages through the kid to say, I hate you or I dislike you or you ain't shit or you can't, ain't gonna be shit. That's, that's, that's mentally messed up, right? And, and, and I think I think we, we touched on this uh, a couple of days ago or last week when I was saying, right, when when women say, I can only speak from my experience. So when I've when I've heard um, that I personally was not physically abusive, but mentally abusive, I never got that because I'm like, if you're saying that me trying to communicate with you properly to explain this is what doesn't sound right and this is what sounds right to me. Tell me where I'm wrong. If trying to cohesively get an understanding for what's going on, if that's mentally abusive, what the hell kind of language do you need for me to talk to you about to make it right? Do you need me to curse at you? That ain't, that's, that's out of my league. I don't do that, right? right. So when that's that portrayal of using the kids as a pawn is the same thing as mentally abusing somebody. And if a, if a woman, and we here, if it, let me say this, if any women that's out there that's listening and want to chime in on this, Text me right now. I'll put you on so I can get a perspective, so we can get a perspective of what you're talking about, right? But for us, we men, right? For any woman to do that, she's not 
in a right state of mind to be able to, you know what I'm saying, educate, teach, and, and instill the proper things in that kid for the p- kid to be successful. Right. So that's that's a, a prime example of mental abuse. Feel me? To the kid, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, because it happens a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 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 I just try to teach my kids, man, that it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that, it don't matter. You know, like like I I, I try to teach teach them things um, that does does matter. Like you know. Like, I always say, how your mom doing, right? Even if I don't care nothing about it, I still say it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I just always try to keep it positive, right? Um, there's been moments where, you know, um, me, me and uh, her have, have, have gotten into it, you know. <clears throat> but, you know, nobody's perfect, you know, so, but I just don't like it how women can do that. You know what I'm saying? Not not all women do it. Right? But I feel like there's more than than not that 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 doesn't. You know what I'm saying? So Yes, yes. We got uh What's up with it? What's happening with it? Jumping on this freeway, man, about to head to the house. Absolutely, absolutely. We we definitely on with y'all players. All right, all right. We got a guest tonight. Brother, brother Mike is on the mic tonight. Uh how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You know, I can't complain. You Let, know, taking it a day at a time. That's right. That's all we can do out here. Let me give you your just do, man. I I, I want to introduce you the right way. Right? Our family. We always have gentlemen on the line that are definitely some great fathers and definitely have a lot to speak on with the experiences that they've came up with, right? And and I try to get the, the guys on here that, man, you know, been through so much, but give just as much as they, they have gotten, they give that much more, right? This gentleman right here, my brother Mike, our brother Mike, is here tonight to share some of his experiences and give us some tips on fatherhood. Happy Father's Day, brother. Much All right, respect. man. Happy Father's Day to you brothers too, man, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I always ask, you know, we always start off with, since this your first time, man, Mike, and this ain't your last, I know it ain't, but right, right. When, you, when you hear professional dad 24-7, what does that mean to you? Professional dad, twenty four seven, and I, for me to 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 say it right off the top of the head, it's it, it's a role model and a protector, you know what I mean? That has a job that never stops, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Whether your children are in diapers or your children are adults, you're always there, and they're going to always need you for guidance as they as they travel through this journey that we call life. Right. And so for a professional dad, my definition is that, you know, it's a it's a it's a job that that's ever evolving, but never ends. Absolutely. I like that. I like that. I like that. And just to piggyback on that, 
We, we, we go from professional dads, we're, we're working to become professional dads, right? And that, that, te- that brings us into being professional granddads. So like you say, it never stops. It never stops. I love that. I love that. Absolutely, because you're not only, you know, when, when you speak of a professional dad, right? You're not only you're not you're not only a dad to to your immediate offsprings, you know, you're a father figure to to nieces, nephews, cousins, you know, kids in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'll give you an example. My my son, he's he's 23 now, but when he was about 17, when his little homeboys came over to the house, knocked on the door, hey, 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 Mr. Mr. Thomas, how you doing? What's up, man? Hey, hey, Mike ain't here right now. He's like, nah, man. Uh, I came to, I came. To, my, my grandmother told me to, to come and talk to you because I, I got, I got a job interview, and, and you know, I don't, I don't have nothing to wear. So I sized him up. Hey, you about my size? Come on in. Took him up to the closet, you know, and, and got him put together. Nice pair of slacks, with, you know, a little blazer, shirt, tie. His shoes, were, his feet were a little smaller than mine, but he said he had some dress shoes, right? So, you know, I put him together, showed him how to tie the tie. And just gave you some tips. Hey, look, man, when you walk in the room, you stand straight up, you shake everybody's hand. You know what I mean? You thank them for seeing you. You sit down, you, you sit straight up. You know, don't don't put your head down. When you answer questions, speak clearly, concisely. Not a lot of that, um, uh, 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 you know what I mean? And then when you're done, you stand up, you look everybody in the eye, you say, thank you for seeing me. I appreciate the opportunity, right? So, you know, he goes to the interview. Maybe like two or three days go by. And and my son go, oh, man, my homeboy came over here and wanted, you know, you wasn't here. You was at work, but he wanted me to tell you that his grandmother said thank you. And I knew when he said that, that he got the job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I'm saying that to say that, you know, you're not only a, when, when you're in a, when you're a professional dad, you're not only a father figure to your immediate offsprings. Now, you can be a father figure to people who you never know until they tell you. Right, and you can you can be a father figure to people that you never would know because they'll never tell you. They just use you as an example of what it is to have a man that they inspire to to be like or look up to. You know what I mean? So it's, it's 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 not just your immediate family. It's, it's you know because they say well, I remember being a kid. He's be like I wouldn't take a village to raise a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, you know in that village, it's a whole lot of professional dads. It ain't just one. Right. You know what I mean? So. So it's more than just your immediate. It's, it's, it's even those who you see and those that you don't see. I like that. I like that. I think a lot of you know when 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 kids when and when I when I say kids, I'm speaking young women, young ladies, young girls, or young men, young boys, right? When they when they sense a good father, it's it's, it's it almost it just resonate that I can go to that person. Right, they open up. You know what I'm saying, and that that's contagious. That's a good thing, man. Because you know, hey, we got a lot of people that you know don't they misguide and, and, and do some trickery. But when you do get those type of fathers that that are not being selfish to their own and are literally trying to be the village, it, it definitely makes a big difference. Absolutely, I love that, man. I love that. Me and him was just talking about. We were talking about, you know, um, in relationships, broken relationships, damaged relationships, divorces, and things of that nature, right? We were actually on having a conversation about, um, the conversation was about 
mental abuse, right? And how sometimes women can, and again, we're not here to badger women. So let me, let me, I guess I'll definitely say that, but we're talking about the situation at hand and women can sometimes, and it ain't always women. Sometimes it's us men too, right? But in this particular case, the, the topic came up with women. Women using the kids as pawns to play whatever game they want to play is just as mentally abusive as a woman saying a man has been not physically abusive, but mentally abusive to me, right? What's your take on that? So, so here, man, um, I can't speak on everybody, but I'm going to say 90 to 95% of the men that I know that are within my age group. So I'm, I'm 44 years old, right? So I, I grew up in the, you know, I grew up in West Oakland in the projects in the 1980s, right? And so, well, 90s, I'm a teenager, but I'm going back to being an adolescent, right? Most of the guys that I grew up with and around, you know, because my mom had five sisters. So between her, her, her and her five sisters, they had 40 kids, right? And 42, 43. And so of that, of the five, of the six of them, two of them were married. Right. And so when we look at that number, we're saying what? I don't know, uh, 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 18 percent. Right. Maybe. Right. right? And so let's say we're saying 72 percent of them were, were single women. We're, we're single and, 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 and raised kids in a home where it was a, a matriarch. Right. And so and going back to, to my to my adolescence, I watched how, you know, oh, well, well, you know, you don't want to give me what I want. Well, you can't see your son or you can't see your daughter right and so you know kids and 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 me and my my siblings we're, we kind of kind of saw that and you got kids who grew up kind of with this perception that their dad don't love them their dad don't want to have nothing to do with them and things of that nature because as far as they know they only know the story that they mom to well it's like okay well even you know even though you don't have a great relationship with that man there should be nothing in this world that will have you keep that man from having a relationship with his kid, right? Mm-hmm. And right. in a lot of cases, that that has not only damaged children, but it's, it is it has created a generational pattern, right? So then you see guys that now I'm I'm at the age where I have a twenty-something-year-old kid, right? And I'm old enough to be I'm not a grandfather yet, but I'm old enough to be one, right? And so you've watched this generational kind of pattern to where I watch. Some of my aunts, some of the kids that I, in the neighborhood that I grew up in, that, you know, for whatever reason, their moms would use them as a pawn to not allow them to develop a relationship with their dad. Mm-hmm. And then you watch girls that I grew up with have babies with boys that I grew up with. And now that that boy may be dating a girl that the, baby, the, the, the child's mother don't like. Oh, you can't see your baby. You don't want to do this for me. You can't see your baby. Right. Now, that's not to absolve men, right? Because, you know, I've watched men do damaging things. And, okay, well, you don't want to mess around with me no more. Then I forget that. I'm not giving you nothing for that kid. Now nah, I'm not watching the baby. You know, mm-hmm. Now nah, I'm not coming to pick my baby up. Right. So it goes both ways. But like you said, the, the topic is on women. And so when we're speaking on, on the topic of women, I watch how, you know, rather it's in my youth, are my adulthood years that you know if a man isn't doing the things to 
I guess you could say, appease a woman. They have used the children as pawns to, you know, in a sense, punishing a man, not knowing all in all they're doing more damage to the child than they're doing to anybody at all. Right. Right. That's it. Here, what you drinking over there? What's your take? <laughs> hey, oh, you got, we got him drinking over there. <laughs> this is some cranberry juice, man. Okay, okay, okay. It's all good, man. It's all good. I'm trying to keep my on the vitamin C up. Nah, but um man, Mike Mike is on point, man. He, he's a veteran, man. He got grown kids, bro. But um, <laughs> I've been knowing Mike for about eight one years. One grown now. kid. And, one grown kid. And and Mike has um has always spit a, a lot of factual game, man. You know what I'm saying? So um I can relate, you know, to to, to Mike. You know, we being from the same place, you know, growing up poor, whatever else you, you want to call it. Um, but he's right, though. You know what I'm saying? So, there ain't too much to really say about that. <laughs> right. Right. What, what, let me ask you, Mike. Right now, okay. today, aside from that conversation, that chit-chat we just had, what's on your okay. mind when it comes to fatherhood? You know, man, just let my let my actions do as much um, representation of the message that I'm trying to send to my kids as my work, right? So, you know, if, if there's anything, you know, one of the things I'm telling my son now, you know, he, he just turned 23 a couple months ago, and you know, I'm 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 constantly telling him, hey, look, if you want the, you know, if you want the I don't want to use the word the finer things in life, right? But if you want nice things and you want to have nice, nice experiences and kind of see the world and do things of that nature, you have to work hard and put yourself in a position to do something, right? right. And so, you know, he, he's at a point where, you know, he still wants to kind of dibble and dabble, you know, smoke a little weed, kind of hang out to the wee hours of the morning, you know what I mean? And sleep in late and it's like, you know, Hey, he gets up. I, I'll say this: He gets up. He goes to work every day. Um, he's not out in the streets getting in no trouble. He's never been arrested. Anything to that nature, right? However, I'm telling you, at some point there comes a time in life where you gotta you gotta kind of graduate from the minor leagues and into the major leagues, right? And so, you know, I've had to kind of do that in my own life, more or less when he was leaving his adolescent years, getting into his teenage years. And so now, you see, I walk a straight line. I get up, I go to work every day. You know, I'm responsible with, with budgeting my finances. I am doing things to try to build a legacy for, you know, my my children and potentially grandchildren and even some nieces and nephews. And in order to do that, you gotta you got to go out and find something that is not just a job for you, you can use as a career and not only use it as a career but use it as a tool and a stepping stone to build outside of you know because working for a company is great right that's, that's hey hey you find you a, a nice a good company to work for that's all good and well but there's other ways of being able to help build your legacy and do things to where you know maybe you'll get to a point where you don't have to work for somebody else. Right. And so not only 
do I, I tell him these things, but I, you know, I show him these things in my actions, right? Um, you know, uh, buying property, helping him, you know, well, he, he's, he's kind of savvy with it, but showing him how to, how to make, how to find other streams of income. So then that way you can, you know, you can enjoy life and do the things that you want to do just as much as doing the things that you have to do. So just, you know, let my actions do as much talking for me as my words do. Let me ask you a question about that because I, I'm, you know, we all got kids at different ages, right? I got okay. uh, 23, 21, 19, and 18, right? And okay. you got 11. No, no, 12, 7, and 5. 12, 7, five. and 5. And then, Mike, yeah. you got 20. I got my kids. Are, yeah, my, my kids is, is 10 years older than, well, well the 12 year old about to be 13. <laughs> but mine is 20, this turned 23. And then I got 17 and 15. Yes. My question for asking that, because I'm at that, I'm at that stage where you're absolutely right when it comes to those older ones. Well, all of them. Action speaks louder than words, right? At the at the from the, the teenage years now, right? 18 and above, you know, they done heard, they done heard me a lot. Heard me, heard me, heard me. You know, where it's almost like, all right, I know, I know, I know, right? So where I'm at 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 my stage is trying to find other ways, being creative to send the message. Hey, actions speak louder than words. So staying on the right foot, doing that, that's that's inevitable. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to do that. I'm going to stay with that. But also being creative in sending messages because now that we're in a tech tech world, right? So right. sending tech messages on YouTube videos that I'm watching about LLCs and whole life insurance and uh, buying property and you know seven streams of income with one piece of one one uh, job or whatever the case may be. So I'm sending a message through another means to be able to get them to find their niche, however they can. I bring that up because you having a a, a a diverse group. How do you how do you implement that with the age groups that you have? You have two boys and a daughter. So how does that right. work as a father? Well, so so just like in anything, you think of think of being a coach, right? Like you you got some you got some players that that you can scream and holler at, and and you're gonna light a fire. And then you got other players like, you know, you you scream and holler at them, you gonna you gonna eat at their confidence, right? And so that that thing applies to your kids. You know, some of your kids, you ain't necessarily. Sometimes you got you gonna have a kid in a group that you ain't you ain't necessarily gotta talk to. They see what you're doing and they go by your actions, right? right? And then you have them. Then you have the kid who they don't they don't necessarily go by your actions. You gotta continue to have conversations with them, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got it's always funny. Then you got that kid that you don't have to say nothing to them. You ain't necessarily got to show them your actions. They just, for some reason, they they, they just get it on their own, mm-hmm. right? And so with me, you know, my, my daughter's more of a, I see what you're doing. I, you ain't got to talk to me. You see how I, I, I see how you move. You see how I move. And but But even though you don't have to talk, you always, you know, every now and then, just, just say something encouraging, 
right? Hey, you know, you catch your, you catch your going to work. Hey, hey, you got work today? Yeah. And that's always a good thing to know that when you're going out, something's going in your bank account on Friday or every other Friday, right? right. And then you got, you know, like my oldest son, I got to maybe coach him up a little more often than not. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. There's other things you can be doing too, right? right? And since I'm telling you that, let me just kind of show you something real quick. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, this is what this is what they paid me in rent. Well, this is what I had to pay for the building. And I just set that to the side. It just sits there and do nothing but accumulate. Hmm. Right? Well, I put it over here and, and you know, it's going to make me, just by putting it right here, this is how much it's going to make me in the course of a year, the course of six months, the course of 90 days. You know what I mean? Right. So you plant the seed so then that way, okay, he may not pick up on it today or next week or next month, but it's there. It's there. The things that I've kind of said to him with, at 17, 18, when he first got out of high school, that I didn't think he was paying attention to until I woke up and he was 21 and was like, oh, oh. <laughs> so what you got put up? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's his credit score looking like? Oh. Man, when I was telling him at 19 years old, hey, man, you don't get no credit card and spend it up. You you buy gas and you put it down, and then when that bill comes, you pay it. You know, right. thinking he's not listening, but he listened. And then my youngest, I, it's, I don't say anything to him. <laughs> right. But again, you, you got to keep, every now and then, you just, rather you say something out loud or you send a text. You know, nowadays, when we was coming up, mama might have wrote something on the refrigerator or left a note on the door on the mm-hmm. table or something. <laughs> Nowadays you just send a text. Right. You know, you find you find a quote or something and just forward that quote and just let that simmer with. You know what I mean? So so I'm saying all that to say you you know who your kid is. And based on knowing because all your kids is gonna be different. Right? right. So knowing which one you're dealing with, you you know what 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 avenue to choose to approach it. Absolutely. When you're trying to get your message across. Absolutely. So, so for for those that didn't take any notes on that, I, I, I'm gonna just I'm gonna recap that a few in in, in, in a small way. You got to be very observant, right? Know your kids, right? You know, being a being present. I always speak about that. Your presence is everything, right? But not just your presence. Being involved and engaged is a whole nother part of presence. So that observation, and if we're putting it into sports, like everybody watching the basketball right now, knowing how to play, you know, audibles and all that type of stuff, being able to incentivize. All players love money, right? All players love something, right? Encouragement or whatever, but ultimately leading by example, putting them on the right path. Now, here's where I'm I'm, going to freak it a little bit. Mike, you deal with a lot of kids. Ken and I, yep. we have children um, that are not always in the home with us, right? So okay. when 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 that message when that message is interrupted to a degree, Ken, maybe you can speak. Not maybe. I know you can speak to this. When that message that you're trying to instill, being so positive, being productive, and all the stuff. When that message is kind of interrupted by another party who's not as on page, if you will, how do you then deal with the situation, right? 
I'm, and I'm gonna bring all this to a full circle, but I'm, hey, we, we go everywhere with these conversations, but it's to help everybody, right? So, Hen, when it comes to your daughter going with her mom, right, and coming back, some of the things I've experienced was having to recalibrate, if you will, right, until they got, it's like you get them in a good habit, right? And Mike, you can speak to this too, because again,
having to recalibrate or you know what I'm saying the kid or reacclimate the kid back into the, the 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 lessons of what you're teaching versus when they are with the other parent who may not be teaching uh, as a positive message as you are. So really, it's kind of just. I mean, you can do some talking, but like really, it's example, right? So when me and my wife first together reigned my twelve-year-old daughter. Um, I had 50% custody, so she wasn't always there, right? So every time she came over, I had to get her up to speed with what she learned two weeks ago. So, but, um, like, I noticed once I stopped, like, always, like, 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 talking, 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 and I just started, like, 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 doing stuff, right? Like, I just started putting her in positions where she has to catch up. Then that helped a lot because for a kid born from two homes, right? Her her mother's level of consistency or or whatever you want to call it, it's not going to be like mine, right? Because with you know, I expect a lot from myself as I do my own children, right? So, uh, really, it's, it's, it's really just kind of doing it, like, just kind of teaching them as you go, but not always just, just like, you know, yelling at them or, or, or just saying something. It's just, it's just like now, right? Like, she, she does stuff. I'd be looking at her like, like you've been coming here to, for for twelve years, right? Like, <laughs> like, like you, you, your your whole life. So it's like, and you and 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 they still don't catch on to it, right? Right. So it's just kind of like a never-ending cycle of just always ca- catching them up. I I I feel like depending on the child. It's gonna happen, right? Right. What 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 I what I always what I what I think about how I used to handle those situations, I've always come up with some type of creative way, and I kept in mind, like you said in the beginning, hand, not trying to um, portray an image of the mom not doing right, but this is how we're gonna do it now, right? being very strategic about not making the child feel that I had any anger towards the bum. It's like, okay, if that's the way she taught you, okay, let's go with that way, but we'll add this too, right? Or, you know what I'm saying? It, it was always, okay, in addition to that, we'll do this, right? And it, 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 it was almost, as I look back at it now, right, and what I... What I tend to want to do when I do write my book is, is, is talk about the inconveniences that came with that because presence is everything, but it's almost like I felt like I don't want to have to spend so much time on, you know, and energy on recalibrating when we can get ahead, <clears throat> right, right. right? And 
it's, it is what it is. I had to do it, right? And every kid is different, like Mike said. Some kids, is they on the fly on it. Some kids are, you ain't got to say nothing. Some kids, you got to motivate a little more. Some kids, you got to say, here it is, show me what you got, right? And when you, when you have, you know what I'm saying, when you have those type of situations, it, it makes the process um, harder, right? It makes them harder because you're trying to be so, so uh, cautious, if you will, right? You're on a tightrope. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to keep this and keep that. And so that was my thing, trying to always remain creative on whatever it was that was the inconvenience, let's make something positive out of it, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's, that's, that's definitely, um, you know, for the guys or the, or the women that are out there listening to this, right? Um, here it is, family. I'm talking to you and, he, you, him and, and Mike. How do we... How do we give some people some tips on how to deflect being mentally abusive or how to handle the situation that the kid is coming in, coming from a mental abusive situation? What kind of tips and suggestions would y'all throw out there for the people that might be listening? Any one of y'all can start. So, so what I said, what I asked again, I want to make sure I understand you. I want to, I want to make sure I understand. Absolutely. So my question is, what are some tips or some, some suggestions that can help those that are listening, right? Either deflect being mentally abusive to the kid, to the other person. We talking about fathers. We talking to fathers, right? Or, or how they can a suggestion on or they how they can handle an abusive situation like that from the other party what's some suggestions or tips that you would throw out there for them to take home with tonight so when you say um uh, abusive situation you're saying tips for the 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 giver and the receiver of that situation you know what yep Yep. Maybe being abused or maybe being abusive to someone and someone who may be getting verbal abuse from someone. Yes. Now I, I said mentally abusive, but that can I that mean, can not be verbal, but mental. Yes. Not not my bad. Not 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 physical. Right, right, right. Exactly. Mental. Exactly. Mentally right. abusive. Yes. So, so so funny thing is is I've been I've been talking to people about this lately. One of the biggest things that I think um, people should consider is something that's been taboo in our community for for God knows how long. It's counseling. Mm. Right? Yes. Um, most people, in, in my experience, people who abuse have been abused. Yeah. Right? So, in most cases, they don't necessarily know that they are, they are abusive because they were abused and it's normal behavior. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like think of people that were that that you know unfortunately were 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 molested as kids right and a lot of times people who were who are child molesters were molesting themselves as a child and they think that that behavior is normal right as wrong as it is they think it's normal so when you think of people who are 
who are mentally abusive or, or verbally abusive, they suffer through that themselves, right? And so that 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 can be fixed, right? But it can be. It, let me tell you know honestly, I think it can be fixed through through counseling. You know what I mean? So that way they can they can learn that that wasn't wasn't okay for them to have had suffered that. And once they once they're able to see that it wasn't okay for them to have suffered that, it can then help them correct what they're doing that makes others suffer for them and right? right and and as well as the person who is receiving it right mm-hmm. you know there's no there's no, no no textbook to it but you know having some some level of therapy can help people find that inner strength in themselves to get out get out from under allowing someone to be mentally or, or abusive to them or whatever right. so you know the thing i would i would say is consider counseling um and and I, I think it's a I think it's a powerful tool if you it's not only used right but you you take advantage of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so it's all good. It's all good. Uh, what are some tips or some suggestions to help folks deflect being mentally abusive or suggestions for how to handle mentally abusive situations from the other party? Mm. Um, I, for me, I always sit down with my kids or we walk the lake, but I'm I'm always talking to them, right? Like, like, um, even if it's just, you know, I try to do more listening, right? Let them talk because when a kid starts talking, then they're just gonna start talking about and, and all their feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like biggest tip is to never engage in the negative, in the negative, right? Always try to stay positive. When negative does happen, they're gonna seek positivity, right? And you want that positivity to, to be you. Um, so, for me, like I said, I always just try to talk and try to listen and 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 and, and help help them navigate through through their feelings, right? Because as a kid, you don't you don't really know, and and um, kids are are way different than you know than when we were kids, right? So it's things that we we got through, right? But not saying we're not damaged, but I would say we're less damaged because of just the generations that we we, we came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, now kids. Kids are like me. I'm just gonna say different. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, the generations have have gotten um, way more sen- sensitive in the sense of handling things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's things that I be seeing kids trip about or or, or say some about. You know and. And I just think, like, like you know, um, 
I just have to take it or or, or, or whatever, right? Like, um, so really, it's just listening. Like, just always asking, you know, how do they feel about this? Or how do they feel about that? Or, you know what I'm saying? And just listen, right? Because, like, a, a, a lot of times, I just let them talk, and I don't chime in because sometimes um, you don't always just try to have the answer, right? And because it's just like for us grown people, sometimes we just want somebody to sit down and listen. You know what I'm saying? Because kids are the same, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. <clears throat> so for me, <clears throat> I, I, I like what both of you guys said, you know, and um, I. Yes, that, that therapy thing is, is taboo, but I that's one definitely thing that uh, I agree 100% with. I agree 100% with what both of y'all said. But that, because it's so so um, far and few that seek those type of things, I think th- therapy is the, is, is the best, right? Um, but <clears throat> I would also just um, piggyback on communicating to deflect the stuff, right? Right? Communicate well enough with the kid on the things that you're doing, right? Not in a negative manner, but that the things that you're doing, the way that you're doing things for their benefit, for the kid benefit, right? Always putting the kid first, right? And, and again, with that, to me, it never seemed to come across negative toward the other parent. It's more so here, we're learning this way because when you're this age, you'll know how to handle this. When you're this age or when you go to that next grade level, you'll know how to deal with fractions because we're doing it this way, right? So it was, again, it's always about being creative and how you get the message across without being negative, right? Also, um, for the older kids, as you get older, right? <clears throat> I can't. I had to develop this skill, right? It's a two-minute drill. It's a two. It's a two-minute drill. So if you're going through, you know, when you're on the phone and you, you get into that, oh, something is said to to cause a problem. It's like, hold on, no, no. I had to learn, like, you know what? I'm not about to get into an argument with you over the phone about some bullshit. It ain't gonna happen. So I, me personally, I developed a two-minute drill. Meaning, <clears throat> you got two minutes to tell me anything you want to tell me about my kid. If it's not about the kid, click, ain't nothing else to be said, right? That way, it doesn't seem that I'm abusive, right? Ain't no communication. We just, if you're talking about the kid, it's about the kid. What the kid, doctor's appointment, okay, I'll go. Up, school, event, okay, cool. Anything beyond that. You're making me feel, you're thinking that I'm a, you're a bad parent. That ain't the conversation. Click, hang up, right? There's no need to, to, to have a communication about something other than the kids. And it shouldn't take no more than two minutes. It should actually stay less, right? Say what you're going to say and get off the phone, right? Um, and, 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 and with that, I would also say, Man, take a, debri- a, a, a deep breath before you go ham, before it triggers you to say something. Before you say, mother, you, 
just take a deep breath and say, you know what? I'm going to deal with this situation like this. Either click, walk away, or let it be. That's how you do things, move on, right? Because at the end of the day, you're, you're still trying to lead by example. So if your kids are watching, listening, or if they hear somebody say, this is what you did, it will never be seen that you were overbearing or you were angry, uh, negative. It's calm, collective, handle the situation, and then get out of there, right? That's my thing. That's my thing. So, as we come into a close, man, I definitely want to say I appreciate this conversation, man, because somebody needed to hear something that we were talking about tonight, man, and, and I definitely, I got some tips, even though, I, you know, I got some older ones, you know, and we ain't got those problems no more, but again, being creative and being present, but also engaged is always the thing. Do y'all got any final final things you want to throw out there before we come to a close, fellas? Start off with Mike. Take every day as a learning experience. You know, put your put your best foot forward. Um, life itself is a. Your phone kind of breaking up, my brother. Evolving thing. And the one thing that is constant is change. Mm. Right. That a lot of people are extreme. Can you hear? Yeah, yes, I can hear you now. Are there still? Yes. Still got me? Yes. Okay. So what I was saying is, is you know. Um, you know, put one step forward, and one 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 foot above. I mean, in front of the other every day. You know, be positive. Life is an ever evolving thing, right? And one thing I've learned is, is the one thing in life that's constant is change. You know what I mean? A lot of people are are, are very uh, resistant to change, but change is gonna happen whether you want it or not. You know, um, I'll leave you with this quote. Uh, Outcast said it said it best. You can you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. You know what I mean? So just know that change is constant. Absolutely, absolutely. End up the new end up. Man, just try to stay out of there. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, just positivity, man. Um, co communication with your kids. Um, always try to uh, be there. As a teacher, but also as a listener, right? We have to become good listeners as parents because, you know, um, my generation, right? Like, I'm an older mom, so like, she didn't, like, she wasn't a good listener, right? Like, she was a good enforcer. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I feel like. I try to enforce, but I also try to be a good listener too, right? Because um, just enforcing something will either create heat or it will create um, like where, where a person don't want to share you from, right? So you always want to leave that um, door open, you know, to create um, a, 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 a conversation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's what's up. That's what's up. Man, I mean, ain't too much I add other than 
I like that part. Um, and I don't think I did a lot of it, but um, seriously, that communication part, sitting the kid down, individually and together. If you got a kids together, you got a group of them, talk to them, right? But also, you know, that's that quality time. That's that presence again that I speak about. You know, get to know the kid and, and find out from the kid how they actually feel. Again, you're the kid's therapist in a sense when you listen, observe, and then you adjust to what the kid is saying so that the kid can get the best out of what they're putting out there and the best out of you, right? Man, now, again, I appreciate you gentlemen tonight. Um, you know, like I always say, man, it's never about changing the narrative of black fathers. We out here, we exist. Some people ain't listening. Some brothers ain't talking, but loud enough. But I'm glad I had a chance to talk to some brothers that's, that's talking loud and hard and clear. So thank you, brothers. I salute. Till next time, happy Father's Day every day. It's all good. Absolutely. Till next time. All right, y'all. All right, all right be good. Yes, sir.